Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Partly Political Broadcast, the comedy politics podcast that is always striking. Yeah, 24-7 in appearance, I mean. Yeah, I know it's audio. Shush. I'm Tiernan Diep and this week as Prime Minister and the man who definitely thinks Father Christmas gives toys to far too many children, Rishi Sunak, he keeps complaining about striking workers' demands for pay rises. I bet if we just rebranded it to pay out to help out and everyone took pics on the picket line using Instagram filters, he'd be straight back on board. I do often wonder if a conservative mindset gets in the way of Christmas time. I mean, do members of the government let their children write extensive lists to Father Christmas before telling them there isn't a budget for those because they've had to buy themselves three new cars? And anyway, there's no way of posting it, so instead they get their nannies to help the kids scribe ten reasons why postal workers should stop ruining it for everyone else by demanding they can eat at Christmas too. Do the Home Office boo at their children's school nativity plays as a refugee family from Bethlehem is allowed to stay in a stable that isn't overcrowded or full of disease. And hey, those stables are heated by the taxpayer, don't you know? They aren't for you. Is each door of their advent calendar just the front entrance to another one of their houses? And instead of going round to other people's homes to sing carols, they just pop a note in the door asking why they aren't working in the office anymore. Of course not, I am just being silly. Most Conservatives never see their kids as they send them to boarding school about two weeks after being born and refuse to take them back until they've had all their feelings removed. The government do 100% promote the idea of a season of goodwill, but only because that's what you'll need to ensure your offspring receive anything at all once you pop off early due to not affording any heating. As we hurtle into the Christmas holidays, Rishi Sunak is all about keeping people warm by, you know, making sure they're indoors and not on picket lines wanting better workers' rights. Cobra meetings are taking place. Yes, you know, the kind the Prime Minister only attends for emergencies. No, not global pandemics, but people wanting to actually earn enough to live on, which, of course, must be stopped. These strikes are damaging, says sad candle Oliver Dowd. And no, I don't know what his job title is. I think he's a sort of glorified draft excluder. Disruption must be kept to a minimum, probably because otherwise the government won't have anything left to do themselves. And Rishi Sunak is absolutely against giving workers more money because the only way he's going to put money into solving an economic crisis is if it's his idea, you can get £10 off Nando's and then a lot of people die as a result. 
The Prime Minister's promised to bring in anti-strike legislation to protect lives and livelihoods from the strikes that people are on in order to protect their lives and livelihoods. It feels a lot like locking someone in a cupboard to make sure they don't lose their freedom. Adding to the current roster of workers taking action are now Border Force, who will be walking out for eight days from the 23rd of December until New Year's Eve. So everyone, we finally have a chance to escape. I mean, I joke, but we all know Home Secretary and the only inhabitant of the maze in Labyrinth to make the cabinet, Suella Bravman, will be personally walking the coasts of Britain with a pointed stick to ensure no one arrives or leaves as she tries to achieve her own true Christmas wish of drowning a foreigner with her bare hands while singing the national anthem. The big one, though, is obviously ambulance workers going on strike on December the 21st and nurses on the 15th and the 20th, the latter of which the Royal College of Nurses have said could be paused if the Health Secretary had seriously negotiated over pay. The the problem is, the health secretary is a man... No, wait, hang on, who is it? Hang on, let me look him up, hang on. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, the health secretary is Steve Barkley. Oh no, wait, sorry, I've forgotten again, sorry. Steve Barkley, is that who it is? He says he's happy to talk to unions, but it's not his job, as they should be talking to their employer, the NHS. Is it that he's such a fucking nothing of a man, he doesn't even exist in his own job? Is that what it is? I mean, what do you think the health secretary does, Steve, apart from oversee the NHS? Does he think his job role involves every now and then telling people to take their vitamins and maybe do some stretches on a Wednesday? Possibly, Steve Bartley's misread the title and he thinks he only deals with people called Heath and he doesn't actually know any, so he spends every day staring at a blank wall as the track Popcorn plays on repeat behind his blank, blank eyes. The government say nurses' pay is out of their hands as they can't overrule the independent pay review body, which have already pushed it up 5%, meaning it's actually a real-terms pay cut. And they can't overrule that, even though the government dictate the independent pay review body in the first place and overruled them in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017 and 2021. So either the independent pay review body has somehow been empowered by Terrigen Crystals or found a mythical artefact that gave them super strength over the government, or we're just led by a bunch of people who have absolutely no idea how their jobs work. Or I suppose they're barefaced liars, but you know, that just doesn't seem like them. Still, I'm sure a Cobra meeting and anti-strike legislation will fix all these unhappy workers' problems as opposed to sitting down and negotiating with them. You know, in the same way, levelling a city way before Godzilla can arrive there is definitely the best outcome for all sides. We are very lucky as a nation, though, that we finally have a real opposition to stand up against this hand-washing of responsibility, which I'm pretty sure the government do with very hot water and charge it all on expenses. Yes, Labour leader and the man who tells his children that neither naughty or nice are correct, and maybe they should just sit still and hope Father Christmas doesn't notice them at all, Keir Starmer has accused government ministers of a profound lack of leadership on all of the nurses' strikes. Yes, nice one, Starmer. You stand up for the people. And he's also said, ah, oh, no, wait, oh, sorry. He also said the nurses' pay demands are unaffordable. Ah, oh, fuck's sake, you're so close. Oh, well, maybe for Christmas, the Labour leader has asked for the fence to be removed surgically from his anus, and uh, he'll be better afterwards? No, it does seem like if he were to fall off that fence, he'd land firmly in the garden on the right-hand side, as the Labour Party refused to confirm if they'd reverse any anti-strike legislation the government put in, as though their party name now only refers to the fact they want to make life in the UK really fucking hard work for everyone. Poor fan art of Alan Carr on an uncooked potato and shadow health secretary West Streeting accused NHS staff of demanding more investment without wanting better standards for patients, which is absolutely what no one said. You've sort of imagined that in your fevered mind, Streeting, before he then said that Labour needs to tell unions no and promote vested interests in the health service. I mean, at least he is a politician who's really putting in the hours, though, right? No one can say West Streeting isn't working to represent. 
not the people, obviously, but the £15,000 he receives from John Armitage, who has vast investments in private healthcare companies. Keir Starmer bat Streeting's comments, saying the NHS needs a can-do attitude, which is very tricky when it's so devoid of funding it can't do. Labour are now the sort of party who'd pull the legs off a beetle and then berate it for not moving quickly enough and insist this was proof that it needs virgin-branded robot legs. The UK economy shrank even more from August to October, with, I suppose, the hope being that it'll soon enter the quantum-verse and, as a result, become outside the limits of time and space and therefore untouchable. The Chancellor and shave giant II, Jeremy Hunt, has said the economy will get worse before it gets better. Yes, because you did that. It's like warning the killer will strike again as you finish the news interview, pop a screen mask on your face and stab someone walking past. What is definitely going to help the economy, though, is the planned ripping up of all the banking rules that were put in place to stop a financial crash like that of 2008 happening again. As you know, it's been 14 years, so those bankers definitely have learned their lesson, right? There is no way the banking sector would gamble with the country's finances when, you know, they've now seen it could lead to them getting really bailed out by the government and the country just being in an endless spiral of austerity it doesn't affect them at all. No, ha, more fool those bankers as the country's finances are already screwed and we're already in an endless spiral of austerity. So, yeah, you just try and have your fun now. Ha, we showed you. Jeremy Hunt has been warned that the reforms are a dangerous mistake, but he insists these changes are needed to make the UK more competitive. With who? Pirates? Bernie Madoff? The Ocean's Eleven films? But again, don't worry, because Labour have really stepped up by saying the city had been sold down the river by the Brexit deal, so they do need some regulation easy. Ah, oh well, fuck's sake. It does really feel like Number 10 have got a tick mark list of all the worst possible decisions they could make at the moment. On top of letting bankers go back to the heady days of trashing your pension so they can do an extra line at lunch, the government are also looking to downgrade their commitment to human rights in order to get closer diplomatic ties with a bunch of countries that aren't really so caring about those sorts of things, possibly because ideologically they'd all get on really well. It's got a real vibe of not being allowed to hang out with the big kids anymore, so in desperate need for friends, we pretended we got a gang tattoo, because actually, we want it, and it's none of your business who we're hanging out with, actually. No, no, uh, you can't check what my school lunchbox is full of. I've just got to uh, deliver it round the corner. Foreign Secretary and stupid cumquat James Cleverly has said we must not simply rely on the comfort blanket of traditional alliances. I mean, why not, James? What kind of fucking idiot doesn't like comfort? Why does everything always have to be harder? It's Christmas. All I want is an announcement that says, actually, let's all just have things easier for ten minutes put your feet up, have a cup of tea. To be fair, there is some sense to this plan, which is to make better diplomatic ties with countries that will likely be more powerful in years to come. Fair enough. Though, of course, Britain can only do that by throwing other humans under the bus first, as otherwise we have to pretend we have morals, and as we've already colonised a ton of the places we'll be making friends with and nicked all of their gold, they likely won't go with that idea much. Cleverly says that China can be a partner for good, which, yes, if you mean in the way that one shall with them, they'll never, ever let you go until death. We are such a global Britain though now, so global in fact that we're still intent on ruining things for the whole planet and not just ourselves, so selfless. Which is why the Secretary of State for Leveling Up and the last turkey in the shop, Michael Gove, gave the go-ahead for a brand new coal mine in Cumbria, despite, you know, global warning and the planet being on fire. Either Gove actively does want the world to burn, or he just got really overexcited when he heard it was for digging up coke. Absolutely no one wants a new coal mine or needs it as the coal dug up would be for steel production, which we don't do anymore, and steel plants abroad are now using hydrogen in the process instead. So all this is going to do is make a big fucking hole in the ground. Where I suppose maybe the entire population of Britain could, could just crawl into and die when things get even worse. Unless Michael Gove knows that big hole in the ground will give him and his fellow cabinet ministers somewhere for them to crawl into when they finally leave government and they can use it to hide in and plot a plan with other mole people for when it's safe to return. 
Michael Gove has also been back on his Islamophobic horse, claiming that Islamic activists are trying to push intolerant values on Muslim communities, which again, if they are, they really won't leave much for the government to do. He's most angry about the New York Times Trojan Horse Affair podcast, which is brilliant if you haven't heard it, and it exposed the lack of evidence concerning a letter a few years back that detailed extremism in Birmingham schools, a letter that Michael Gove then used to push through a number of racist policies, even though he was told many times it was all bogus. Gove now says the podcast creators, though, are useful idiots. So now he doesn't like experts or useful idiots, which, I mean, who does that leave? Who's he a fan of? Is it only not useful idiots that he likes? I suppose he's part of a cabinet made of them. If you were a useful idiot or experts say in charge of the Department of Health right now, you'd either make things better for nurses or at least understand your job so it'd be a marked upgrade. You might think after a year of three Prime Ministers and constant division, maybe this cavalcade of shit ideas means that the Conservatives are finally united as a party again. But of course no. No, of course not. I mean, which is suppose what happens when your entire personality is built on division and hate. A group called the Conservative Democratic Organisation, which is of course a paradox, are challenging the way in which Rishi Sunak was made leader. They say the only way to restore the electorally fatal gulf between voters and leadership is to let Conservative members have a vote as to who's in charge. Yes, nothing boosts us public up by knowing that who's running the country now has been decided by slightly more millionaires than the last time. The group who bloody love democracy is headed up by never-elected life peer and unwell rugby ball Peter Crudus, and he's backed by former Home Secretary and woman who the term cold front was invented for Pretty Patel, as of course she'll think the best route to becoming leader is one that doesn't let anyone in at all. The group say Rishi Sunak has pulled the party left of centre, which is, I mean, hilarious, and only makes sense if you consider them so right-wing that they're out of all political spheres entirely, as their centre is themselves and the universe revolves around them. Maybe they've realised that what everyone really wants for Christmas, though, is another leadership campaign, followed by another and another, until the Conservatives use up everyone they have left and then become classified as extinct by the IUCN. In other news, Home Secretary Suella Bravman plans to make sexual harassment on the street a crime in England, as she says every woman should feel safe to walk our streets. Well, you know, unless they're not British, and then they'll be sniffed out and hunted down by Bravman herself. This is obviously a very good thing, but it doesn't solve the problem of just how women will feel safe to walk the streets if the Met Police still exist. Are they the ones policing the sexual harassment too? Will they just have to police themselves, or maybe remove themselves from service? Or will there be a greater employment of bus drivers? Very hard to tell. Downing Street and mounting a challenge to the law set by Scottish Parliament, simplifying the legal process for anyone who wants to change their gender. This would cause serious issues with the devolution bill and questions over the legality of the UK government having grounds to challenge it. It is funny how Westminster have no problem with wanting to change the national identity of a law if it suits them. And lastly, former Health Secretary and always world's most confused insult, Matt Hancock, has announced he's standing down from representing his area as an MP at the next election. So... No change from the last six years then. Ah, and that is it for this year. Uh, It was going to be longer, but um, I mean, there's a shitload of snow outside. And that meant that the school run took all of my life. And then we got all the way home from the school run. And then we got a message going, the school carols that were going to happen in the playground haven't been cancelled. They're now just happening in the school hall. And then we had to trudge all the way back in the snow again. And then we had to listen to um, some children sing songs, which was, it was very nice. Big shout out to the kid who was one of the three kings. Uh, for the nativity bit and he still wore his Batman welly boots 
throughout, which is what one of the three kings should have won. That's a true wise man move right there. Fair play. Um, also, big shout out to the uh, grandparent who um, I accidentally ruined the recording of the nativity for. I'm very sorry. I didn't know that they were filming it. And I was there saying to my wife, constantly, like, is this the extended play version of Little Donkey? Maybe it's the album version. Maybe it's the studio acoustic version. Definitely not the radio edit. And pretending to be really serious about it. And ultimately, just ruined several people's uh, phone filmings. Very sorry. Anyway, it's all done now. Snow is still happening. Still seems to be happening. I don't know the bit of London we're in. Just super thick with snow. And it's so lovely and also fucking exhausting. Um, Anyway, so... Yes, sorry, it's only a 15-minute intro this week, and that is it. I am now out for Christmas. If you're one of the listeners who's stuck with this show throughout the year, thank you very much. It's so, so appreciated. Um, if you donated to the show happening, then also mega thanks for keeping me in coffee rations too. God, it's been a stupid old year. Three Prime Ministers ago it started. Really? I mean, yes, I know. How stupid and awful. But look, it's the end of 2022, right? 2023 can't be as bad, can it? If only because we're at rock bottom already, and now with time, we'll learn to at least make rock bottom a bit more comfy, won't we? You know, maybe some throw cushions, perhaps, or a small indent in the mud and shit to sort of curl up in for a bit. I'm now going to switch my brain off all things news for a few weeks while mainly letting it ferment in Christmas booze and food until the new year. I hope you are able to as well. Um, and you can treat yourself by putting the heating on for a whole five minutes on the 25th of December or at least let, sort of do that Netflix fireplace thing for a while as, hey, it is the thought that counts. Um, big shout to all of you who are, if you're striking. Massive solidarity and good luck to you. Um, I am really hoping, uh, I've said this before, that we're on our way to a general strike. If I could join in, I would. Uh, but with self-employment, no one thinks I'm working anyway. Uh, so I would just say that I have massive respect for all of you. Um, uh, and uh, thanks for the suggestions that some of you sent of where else to post or do anything with the show. I've taken them all on board and done absolutely nothing with them. And I will not till January. I am doing nothing now apart from some children's gigs that I have to do where I shout at kids and go Christmas and farts and they all laugh and then it's done it doesn't require a lot of brain power um, if you want to drop me any sort of line really over the Christmas holidays about what I should do with this podcast or anything at all uh, you can do that at partlypoliticalbroadcast at gmail.com or on one of the socials and I might read it at some point around I don't know January the 15th um, I'll see you in the new year <laughs> 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And that is all for this year's Partly Political Broadcast podcast. If you have enjoyed any of the past 12 months of audio despairing disguised by jokes, do recommend that others start 2023 with a whole new batch of it by liking and subscribing to the show. Uh, if you can afford to, please give me a wow, you survived the year donation to Kofi, or uh, that's ko-fi.com forward slash parpolbro, or join the patreon.com forward slash parpolbro, um, and give the show a lovely end of year five-star review on Apple Podcasts or similar if you can. Merry thanking times to Acast, my brother, last skeptic, and Cat Day. And this will return in 2023 when James Curvely announces that aliens from Mars could be a partner for good as Rishi Sunak signs a controversial deal with the green skull-faced creatures to protect British people's lives and livelihoods by letting them enslave us in return for some party donations. Bye! This week's show is sponsored by Steve Barclay's Wellbeing Guide. A surefire way to make sure you escape your everyday stress by refusing to remember who you are or what it is you actually do. Worried you don't have enough me time? With Steve's Wellbeing Guide, you won't even know who me is and you'll be so forgettable that no one else will either, allowing you to avoid all responsibility at all times. Steve Barclay's Wellbeing Guide. No better way to deal with life's problems than by being so useless you barely exist at all. hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.